back to the David Glenn Show. More of your phone calls for most of this hour, free-for-all Friday style. Ask yourself this question as we welcome our next guest. What was the best thing you did this week as a human being, just as a person? And then what was the best thing you did this week in your profession? Kind of scared and disheartened to think of my own answers to this question as we welcome our next guest. He visited an opposing player injured post-surgery in the hospital because that player's team and coaches and teammates and friends had all gone all the way back to Syracuse, New York. And that same man, humanitarian Dave Clawson, just led Wake Forest last night as a 19-point underdog with his backup quarterback on the road to a shocking 27-23 victory over NC State. Coach Clawson, welcome back to the David Glenn Show. That is one heck of a week, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks uh, Thanks again for having me on. Well, I know you were not looking for publicity when you visited Tyrone Perkins of Syracuse in the hospital, but before we get to your big win over the Wolfpack, uh, just tell us how that unfolded because Syracuse coach Dino Baber said, Coach's time is incredibly valuable during the season, and especially with Dave Clawson having a Thursday night football game. It was unforgettable and unbelievably gracious that he went to see my player the way he did. How did it happen? I, I mean, that was very nice of, of Dino to say that. I've, um, I've always tried to do that, that if a player gets seriously hurt, um, and has to go to the hospital and can't go back with his team. Um, I have always tried to make it a practice to stop in and check on them and see how they're doing. And, um, you know, it just, uh, I mean, Dino, I guess, brought it up in the conference call, and um, it's gotten some attention, but um, I've always tried to do that. And, uh, you know, I just feel for the young man. It was a, a very serious injury he suffered. Uh, it was very scary for him for a while, and he was going to spend a few days in our hospital. And uh, I just wanted to go over and check on him. And uh, I have no doubt if one of our players would have the same injury that Dino would do the same thing. What coach, mentor, parent, or other family member would smile most that a 50-something-year-old Dave Clawson would think to do such kind things? Uh, well, I just... Again, I, I don't think it was that big a deal. I really think um, that that's something a lot of coaches would do, and I think there's a lot of coaches in the ACC uh, that would do that if one of our players went through the same thing. So, um, you know, I, I appreciate you saying it, but I, I think it kind of just falls under the common decency thing that, uh, you know, it, it, it really wasn't that big of a deal, and it's something that I've always tried to do and just, for whatever reason, it got some attention this time. Common decency, Coach, is at a premium these days in 2018 America, so we like celebrating these stories when we can. He is on Twitter, at Coach Clawson. His Demon Deacons just upset number 14 NC State 27-23. to I know you don't follow point spreads in all likelihood, but uh, you were almost a three-touchdown underdog. Did you feel like you had to play um, at your best or you know, close to the perfect game to knock off the number 14 team in the country on the road with backup quarterback Jamie Newman? I, I knew we had to play really well. I mean, I really have a lot of respect for Dave. I think he's done a phenomenal job 
making NC State into a consistent winner. Uh, they have a great quarterback, really good offensive skill, a good offensive line, and uh, we had to play a little differently. We're really depleted right now. We've had 13 to 14 season-ending injuries. Um, Jamie was making his first start, and in, in some ways, I kind of likened it to a basketball game that, you know, we were going to have to play a little bit of a stall and try to get to halftime still in the game, try to get to the fourth quarter and be within a score and, and maybe try to hit a three-pointer at the end to win it. And, uh, you know, fortunately we were able to do that. Our kids played really well. Uh, our defense played probably their best game of the year. And it was going to take that type of effort to win. You had been giving up a lot of rushing yards. You had been giving up a lot of points. Uh, Ryan Finley got his passing yards last night, but how did you keep that rushing attack under 50 yards when you had had so many problems exactly in that category all year? You know what? I mean, I I think it was a combination of things. First of all, our our defensive kids have been through the ringer this year. Um, We haven't played well. Uh, we've lost 10 players in our two deep to season-ending injuries. As a result, we're playing a lot of kids that we didn't think would be playing. But they keep working. They're starting to get better. Um, I made a change at the defensive coordinator position after the fourth game. And I, and I think our defensive staff, um, and really right now Coach Lyle Hemphill and Dave Cohen are kind of leading the charge with that group. They've really done a great job of, rallying the players, getting them to practice hard, and making sure that there's a commitment to keep getting better. I think a lot of times people think by week eight, week nine, you are what you are, and we've made a huge push to continue to get better and develop good habits, and we've slowly been making progress, and you know, last night, without question, is the best we've played on defense all year, and our offense had a lot to do with it. You know, we purposely played slow on offense to try to keep the snap count of the defense lower so we would not have to dip into the depth that we don't have. You started this season talking about the rare nature of, in your case, back-to-back bowl victories with the Demon Deacons and how rare it is to get to three straight bowls. Going into last night, it wasn't looking great at four and five. Coming out, five and five, and I know you still have to – host Pitt next Saturday, and then you have the regular season finale at Duke. Uh, how much of a focus is that? I mean, I know you have tunnel vision on your next opponent at all times, but in the bigger picture, the difference between 5-7 and seven and even 6-6 six and six or 7-5 and five seems like a, a Grand Canyon-sized difference. Well, like you said, I mean, in our sport, you have to have tunnel vision. I mean, our kids at Wake Forest are smart. Uh, they know how to count the six, and they know what six <laughs> means in college football. Um, but at the same time, you can't focus on getting to the bowl. You've got to focus on Pitt. And our kids did a great job of selling out and putting all their energy and effort into beating a very good NC State team, and now we've got to turn around and do the same thing with Pitt, who right now is, leading the Coastal and has a great chance to play Clemson in the ACC championship game. So that'll be a very, very important game for Pitt as well as us. 
Coach, human nature would suggest that if you were Jamie Newman last night, your quarterback, you're almost a three-touchdown underdog, you are on the road against the number 14 team in the nation, and you have to make your first college career start on national TV under those circumstances with Sam Hartman's injury being uh, the week or so before. And at the half, you're trailing 13-3 to and hadn't done much offensively. In that moment, most human beings would not react with three second-half touchdown passes and 300 yards passing. I mean, what went into that turnaround? Because, And maybe, I don't know if you disagree, but wouldn't you say most football players in that exact set of circumstances would not respond the way Jamie Newman did? Yeah, I mean, I don't. it was not easy circumstances, but, I mean, Jamie was neck and neck with Sam to be our starter until he got hurt in the last scrimmage. And then played really well against Notre Dame and got hurt again. He hurt his shoulder. So it's just, I mean, Jamie played very well in preseason camp and in the spring and is more than capable. He's just, like our whole football team, been unlucky with the injury bug this year. And, and our thought going into it was he hasn't played much. If we can just get him to not lose the game in the first half, Let's not put too much on him. Let's try to run the football. Let's just let him settle in. And if we could just stay in the game for the first half, we knew in the second half he was going to have to make some plays for us to win the game. And uh, that's a really hard script to follow. And, uh, again, we were fortunate last night that we were able to follow it. Trip to injured opposing player in hospital. Upset victory on the road on national TV. Afternoon, last-minute request visit to the David Glenn Show. That's a week, Coach. You are the acorn who has become the oak, man. Congratulations on last night, and thank you, as always, for the time. You were a you were a big part of the win, Dave. I mean, I knew it was a big game, but when I saw you on the sidelines, I, I, I realized the true magnitude of the game, and uh, that was part of the pregame talk, guys. This is a huge, huge hey, game. Here. David here. Glenn is here live, Coach. I wish I was a better luck charm for you because if I was that good. Uh, it would have worked out better against Notre Dame earlier this year in Winston Salem, uh, but I appreciate you saying that. Why, I... why, why, why did you have? Why did you have to bring that up? I know. And by the way, I was looking. I was looking for you at the end of the Deacon Walk at the Notre Dame game, and I didn't see you. So I, I'm not sure if you were tailgating or what. That's my bad. Uh, you know, the nice Wake fans start offering us food and beverages. And I say, but but Coach Clawson's dying to meet me outside the stadium. Like it's very important to him. Uh, well, he might, he might the, not be the able last to coach time you me. were the last time you were there. We got a nice photo op. Yes. And then in 2017, you know, you couldn't even find your way to Winston Salem. <laughs> and I had it down on my calendar at the end of the Deacon Walk. Get your photo op with. Uh, <laughs> And, and you were nowhere to be found. Hey, here's a, here's a number for you. You guys can put this in the game notes. On big tailgate tour stops, when you're on the road, you're undefeated when I'm in the house. At App State and at NC State, there, there, there's the good luck charm right there. So I just have to keep getting your road games, and we'll just continue this dynasty as far as we can take it. Okay, well, I'm going to call our security when we get off the <laughs> phone here and make sure you're banned from bb <laughs> Thanks, Coach. Congratulations on a great week, man. Have a great weekend.
<laughs> okay, thank you. You got it. Dave Clawson of Wake Forest on Twitter, at Coach Clawson.